Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Today is going to get a little personal. We're going to share a little bit of our story and some really key principles that will could be transformative. I believe will be transformative in your parenting. Yeah. You know, as we start sharing, um, I think that many parents are going to be able to relate. Many. Yeah. So what we're talking about today is how to parent through life trials and financial struggles. So has any of that happened to you before? Well, if not, you're the unusual one and it will happen at some point. We don't want to be a discouragement to you. So if you're like, you know, just starting out, maybe you're a newlywed and you're listening because you guys want to have kids. We don't want to be a discouragement and a downer and say, oh, just you wait. But Mm. the truth is, is that life does happen. And the Bible speaks very clearly about um, suffering, trials, tribulations, things like that. We're going to get into those scriptures today. So make sure you have your Bible nearby, your journal. And also, I just want to mention to you guys that if you go to our website, CourageousParenting.com, we always have the notes for the podcast there. So it's a good place to go and get those notes. And the video too. We video record every session. So yeah. Uh, so today, I just wanted to also put out a little encouragement there to you guys. To those of you who may be feeling a little bit discouraged because we've been covering a lot of really hard-hitting topics. We've talked about why your kids won't obey you, how to raise respectful children, creating culture, the power of words, um, and visioneering. So if you haven't gone and listened to any of those podcasts, we really encourage you guys to take the time to engage with those. But I w- just want to encourage you that if you are implementing one thing, just one thing, from each of these videos, it will have a massive impact on your legacy. So that is my encouragement to you. But also on this topic that we are going to be covering today, our, what we're talking about is a little bit countercultural. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely is. In fact, it's countercultural to even Christian teachings outside of the Bible. I'm talking about in the church and so forth. So right. we're going to dig into what the Bible says. And if you implement this, it's a really big deal. Right. So as we've said in the last podcast, we want to start introducing you to another person somewhere out there in the internet space, the online world, that can be a good influence for you. And so one of the people that we wanted to share about today was Activist Mommy. Her name's Elizabeth Johnson, and she has a YouTube video um, channel and an Instagram, Facebook. And the reason why we're choosing her today is because we believe that she is definitely parenting her kids counterculturally fighting for righteousness. Yes, I love it. So it's just been really exciting to watch her and her families as they've been lovingly trying to speak truth and boldly speaking truth. So um, if you are looking for encouragement on the political side of things, on pro-life issues, stuff like that, I definitely encourage you to go check her out. Oh, yeah. So let's dive into this. So your biggest parenting uh, lessons and learnings are going to come in the challenges. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like experiential training to impact your kids forever for good. And so how you act in those challenging times is going to be crucial. And the first tip we have for you today is be real with your kids 
It is vital in an uncertain world. Okay. Remember. So, you know, you're saying to be real, like transparent, to share with your kids yes. what you're going through. That takes courage. It does take courage. This is courageous parenting. Okay. So <laughs> I just, I sometimes I feel like there are times when yeah. I'm not doing as good with the Lord and I might be struggling with fear. And in those times, you know what I notice about myself as a parent? Mm. I notice that those are the times when I'm more fearful of being transparent with the kids. Mm. They actually kind of like go together. I was thinking about this earlier today. And so I would just challenge you that if this is a hard point, like this is a this is like a main deal, be real. If this is hard for you, I want to just challenge you to examine God's word in light of why it's hard for you to be transparent and real. And maybe it is that you are not transparent and real with other people. It could be, it could be, but you don't wanna rob your kids from the experience of trusting God through trials and the fruit on the other side of that and your spiritual growth happening. Why not bring your kids along for the spiritual mm -hmm. growth? It's so crucial. You have a Bible verse for this, Yeah, don't you? so Hebrews, uh, we're gonna look at 12, three. I love this because it says, for consider him, mm -hmm. talking about Jesus, for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. So there is nothing that's happened to any of us that even comes close to comparing mm -hmm. what Jesus did on the cross dying for our sins so is this a verse that you think that parents should like remind their kids when they're going through hardships and and like i love it because it points people to the cross it points your kids to the cross it reminds mm, you yeah. that hey you know jesus was every bit man but he was also god and this is a great teaching for your kids so he felt pain he cried out to god abba father mm-hmm you know, so this is really important. Really, yeah, it is really important because when you're walking through hardships, we all need a dose of perspective. Yeah. This is the ultimate dose of perspective. And sometimes when your kids are like your kids' hardships are obviously going to be way different than what your hardships are. Right. Like I, I think I blogged about this once before where I just was feeling convicted that I wasn't um, engaging my kids when they were dealing through their hardships, whether it be a scraped knee or hurt feelings from a friend or something like that, I was kind of like pushing it aside as if it wasn't very important compared to the financial struggle that we were going through or um, what real life struggles can look like when you've walked through something hard like we did with our mm. oldest when she was born tracheomalacia and then she stopped breathing. Mm. You know, when you walk through those hard things, your perspective on the little things is different and we need to have patience with our kids when they're going through their hardship because to them their world is crumbling right yeah. oh yeah but we need to take them to this passage that you're talking about absolutely and this statement i'm about to share with you guys you never want to buy into this this is a worldly statement it is mm. wrong and it leads to all kinds of problems in your parenting and that is the myth of let kids be kids right why do you not like that angie Oh, this is a soapbox for me. It's along with that whole uh, boys will be boys. There are a lot of statements or idioms out there in the culture today that are honestly like 
I cringe at these statements because the only time people use them is when they're justifying bad behavior for their children because they're not willing to actually train their kids. Or shielding them from truth that can help them in trusting in God. Which is actually what we're talking about. So I want to just encourage you guys that the the trials that you walk through when you are walking through them in, in a way that is um, godly where you are pursuing to show your children how to walk through a trial and you like engage that trial with that perspective of I want to be a good example to my kids. I want to show them what fearing the Lord but not fearing the circumstance looks like, for example. Mm -hmm. When you're doing that and you have that mission, it's going to be completely different than if you're like sheltering them and hiding truth from them. And let me just say this, like kids know. Kids know when something's going wrong, even if you don't tell them. It's even worse when they know and you don't tell them. They actually may totally. believe they did something wrong or you're upset at them. Yeah. So if you are going through a hardship right now and you can't, you, you don't have it in you. You don't have that spiritual maturity, which we'll talk about later. You don't have it in you to continue to have the joy and to be able to engage your kid and make eye contact and, and have time with them. If you don't have it in you to do that and you are definitely irritated and maybe you're crying or you are depressed, your kid's going to think that it's their fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially, maybe not always, but you just need to be aware of that challenge. I think that's a big possible challenge. And this is vital in today's uncertain world. There's always unique situations, but there's aspects of being real that you can get to while still you know, preserving somebody's reputation, let's say, Yeah. you know, so that's, that's really, so, that's really important. I actually want to share a Bible verse in first Peter four twelve, um, because the, the reality is, is, and all of us have an uncertain future. We all do in the sense that there are some things that we can count on. We can count on God always being with us. We can count on the fact that one day we'll be in heaven with him. But everything else is pretty much uncertain, actually. And so, beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings. So don't think it's strange that trials are coming your way. Right. Right? That is part of life. In fact, mm-hmm. I will tell you something that's that might trigger some people, and it'll be interesting for you to hear this, is that if you are not bold in your faith and equipping your kids, if Christ isn't the center of your home and you're not able to be useful yeah. for, for God, then the enemy... May not, may not even try to come at you. And it's sometimes true. that's a sign. Now, do we want the enemy to come at us? No. But we want to be doing God's work. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes, the more you're doing God's work, the more you're proclaiming Christ, the more there's a possibility for the enemy to attack and for trials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I think that we've experienced that for sure. Um, one thing that has always encouraged me that is is if we're under a fiery attack from the enemy, for example, because that's different than just life trials, right? Um, I always have to go, of course this is happening. This means I'm a threat. And I have to take it as kind of like a compliment from the enemy in the sense that like, I need to keep doing what I'm doing because obviously he's not gonna waste his time on somebody who's not a threat to his agenda. Which is also means you're not being useful 
for God. Mm -hmm. And there's, uh, there's problems with that. So that's really important. I want to teach you guys something that I taught our kids, and we had a great time doing this with the whiteboard and everything recently, which is the timeline of somebody's life. And you can teach this to your kids too, which is there's highs and there's lows. There's highs and there's lows. Mm -hmm. And how you handle the lows, the trials, in surrendering to God, trusting God, being faithful, believing, and still producing fruit the best you can, and fruitful in your character and your attitude and mm -hmm. joy in your heart, it will determine the next high and, and where you're taking your family and what happens in your career and your job, what happens as a, a homemaker and a wife, what happens in your marriage, mm -hmm. how you handle the trials is a big indicator. And we want to experientially train our kids how to train, how to do that correctly yeah. while they're still in their homes. You know, and I also, one thing that you didn't mention in that list, because that was a really awesome list, is their legacy. Amen. I mean, that's what the whole point in us doing this podcast is, is to help you guys to create godly legacy, because that's our heart's desire also. And realizing that if you are parenting purposefully and you're telling your kids, like everything that we talk about in these videos, I hope that you teach your kids the why behind what you your, what you're doing. So if yeah. you're sharing with them your trial that you're walking through. Or if you're listening. Right. If you are share, if you share with them the trial that you're walking through, tell them why you're sharing it. Tell them that you want them to be growing in their relationship with God and to be praying with you. And, you know, sometimes people, I think oftentimes they're afraid of telling their kids because they're afraid of scaring them. So maybe we should talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. But... But you have a Bible verse that I think would be pr pretty awesome for right now. Yeah, absolutely. So Philippians uh, 4.13, you can make note of that. And that is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's not, a lot of times people take that as like, I can do anything. And through Christ, if it's his will, you can do amazing things. You can do anything, sure. But actually, if you read this scripture, this is saying, I can handle any situation. I can handle the lows. I can handle the highs. I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. And if you read this text, that's uh, what I'm reading out of that. And so it's really important mm -hmm. to rely and trust in God. And your relationship should grow in these times. And your kids should witness that. And if you don't share what's happening with them, it might be that you are fearful, you're insecure, you're not trusting God. And so you don't want to share it with them because it can be scary. If there is no God in the equation. Oh, super scary. Yes. Super scary. But if there is God in the equation, then the kids mm -hmm. have faith and trust. You yeah. know, sometimes we might just need to have faith like our kids. Yeah. That's actually something we were talking about the other day is that our kids challenge us when we have a teachable heart ourselves as parents we have an attitude of looking at our children and and being open to learning from them and and the sweetness and tenderness of their faith um which is great but isaac and i do want to share a little bit of our story with you guys because maybe you can relate yeah and um you know a lot of times people look at the outward, right? They look at the Instagram profiles or they look at what's on Facebook and they compare their realities to other people's highlights, which mm -hmm. is completely unfair. So if you're struggling with the comparison trap, just 
just stop it. Just stop that right now. Because um, the reality is, is that everyone experiences the highs and the lows. Even the celebrities out there, they struggle with, they have to do dishes and they have issues that they have to struggle with, health concerns, different things. And so the reality is, is everyone has their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had our fair share of stuff, especially in the last five years. Yeah. But even when the kids were younger, I'm not going to go into all of them because we've been married 19 years and that would take way too long. But the first like decade and a half, we didn't really struggle financially very much. It was God really blessed blessed us. We made more and more money year over year usually. And we Mm -hmm. did very, very well financially. But Um, we did have health, some health issues. Especially me, um, a couple of our kids. One was born with a hole in his heart, and God healed him, yep. which is a whole other story. Um, our daughter was born with a weak trachea. Um, there were just different things that cause you to have to grow in your faith. You either grow or you don't. Absolutely, there's no in between. And then, as an entrepreneur, um, I decided to go start a company with a business partner, and we grew to a couple million in revenue and over. Th- 30 employees, 40 employees, I believe, and uh, 9,000 square feet of office space. And I learned the hard way about the cost of persevering in the wrong direction. And we went out of business. And this is just, I don't know, four years ago? Yeah, not even. Not even four, not even four three, years three ago. Three and a half years ago. And so we were faced with a situation where not only did we exhaust all of our savings and all of our resources because it kind of was a trap. I had to make payroll and sacrifice for the sake of the employees. And I sacrificed too long and learned a valuable lesson in that. I didn't heed the warnings of my wife many times. Mm-hmm. And we were faced with over a half million in debt, bad debt from the company, and uh, no income coming in. That's right, because we had we actually had a house and a small vineyard that we cultivated um, in a different city. And we were renting that out at the time, which we had done for the first two years, which was a huge blessing. We had great renters, but then we got another renter who ended up stealing our $17,000 tractor and selling it and um, selling a bunch of other stuff out of our house and trashing it. And then he stopped paying us and we had to evict him and sheriff. That's a long story, but lots of things happened in this time and God was faithful. Yeah. God was faithful and he Mm -hmm. brought consulting gigs. He brought uh, money. We had to sell things to make it, right, honey? I mean, there were days, I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but there were there were those days where the kids saw us like selling the BMW and selling dad's Hall of Fame ring and selling like pretty much selling anything of value just to pay rent and to buy groceries. But they also saw our community. They saw something beautiful happening where the body of Christ just came and surrounded us and it was very humbling. Um, We've had other seasons in our life, like when I was on bed rest with our sixth baby for three months where the church just came in, they homeschooled mm-hmm. my kids. I yeah. mean, Sono Harris homeschooled the kids for a few weeks, and then um, we had other people bringing us meals and taking care of us then, and that was super humbling for me as a homemaker and a mom, yeah. um, but but that helped prepare me because we engaged that humbly and, and we were transparent. We allowed people into our life in such an intimate way. I really believe that that low at 10 yeah. years of marriage helped prepare us for the next low that was going to be five years later, which was when your business went under. And the church just people would show up with Costco. And you know what? We, and, we yeah. never lost our joy. 
And that's not to brag upon us, but because we have Christ and we know what the scriptures say is that joy surpasses struggle. And it's not our joy. Like when your joy is in the Lord, when your hope is in him, it's not yours. I mean, that's why it's called the joy of the Lord will be my strength. Yeah. And it's really true that when you have the Holy Spirit and it's the, the Lord's joy, the Lord's joy is not dependent upon your circumstances. The Lord's joy is just joyful. And so I would just encourage you that if you're struggling with lose, like you, you're not happy anymore, maybe what you have is man's happiness instead of the Lord's joy. And God provided our kids witness this. They saw our reaction in, in the lowest, toughest times. God provided. We never went without food. We stayed in our house. Uh, we might have lost some cars and things like that, but who cares? I mean, we definitely, like, it was hard at first, but I learned the more you have, the more you have to lose. (laughs) And we had a lot of stuff back then, and it was just stuff. It was just stuff. It was really just stuff, and and as long as we were together as a family and we were able to eat and we had clothes, we should be happy. And what's amazing, so many miracles, miracle after miracle happened, we had uh, someone said, I was told by God to give you some money to negotiate your debt payoff. And yep. of course, we also paid off our debt, and some of that and helped you pay off our debt. Really hard worked really hard pursuing all the creditors. And that five hundred thousand was paid off um, very efficiently within and like a year and a half. Two so years. just just amazing, amazing miracles, amazing stuff going on. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you that nothing compares to what Christ did to bring that scripture back. Right. And that your kids are witnessing your faith every day and they're witnessing your hard work too because this is the thing like we didn't hide from our kids obviously that the business was going under how could you even do that we had seven kids like and they were older never lie to your kids yeah and so we instead shared with them what was going on and we prayed together as a family and we all worked hard we grew we worked hard to sell things so like the kids were out there helping us clean the cars before we sold them and like i remember them cleaning the vehicle in the rain and the snow so that we could sell it and like no one was crying like oh no we don't we we only have one car or and i I think this is important because recently someone messaged me oh how did you retire so young to be able to do ministry and i it's actually not like that actually (laughs) no actually my revenue that we built up and got used to recently disappeared for a different reason and we just so Lord, we are willing to completely obey you. Yep. You've stripped me of all these things. All the distractions. We are just going to do what you've asked us to do, and that's courageous parenting and, yep. and the ministry around it. And what so, was interesting, too, though, is that, like, you know how we were just sharing that, you know, sometimes there's life and then sometimes there's the enemy's attacks. And sometimes it can be difficult to be able to distinguish between the two. And you don't want to give more power to the enemy, for right. sure. But you definitely want to be praying the armor of God in Ephesians 6. Like, God wrote that oh, armor yeah. in there because the enemy is definitely going to attack people. But we, in this time during the RV trip, we decided that we wanted to do more ministry together. And then all of a sudden it was like, bam, Eli was having a hard time eating. Bam, Isaac's revenue went away. Bam, the RV, which we rented out to other people, got in an accident in the RV. And that's still something that we're working through. But you know, it, it was just like, and all of those things happened in the exact same day. So when, when stuff like that happens and then two days later, your dryer breaks and your two vacuums go out and there's an electrical outage, you just kind of go, this is weird. This is not just life all happening. We at are once. meant to do this because yeah. there's resistance. 
I know that might sound weird. Some people think, oh, there's resistance. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. If it's something awesome for the Lord, Lord, Mm -hmm. it's probably that you're supposed to do it. And there's some resistance happening. I want to share with you guys Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the years of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. I love that. It, this so is good. such a powerful verse. This is exactly what we were just talking about, about like, is your hope in the Lord? Is your joy in the Lord? Or, mm-hmm. you know, but it takes it a step further and says that when you are seeking the Lord, you have nothing to be anxious about. You have nothing to fear. And um, you will not cease from yielding fruit. And I think honestly, like, We've been laughing in the enemy's face a lot in the last few years because everything that has been, he has meant for evil, we have tried really hard to bring glory to God. Amen. And we don't always do that perfectly, but that's our heart intention, and that's what we encourage our kids. Don't in. you want that for your kids, to see you responding correctly in challenge? Now, we're going to cover some really practical tips in a second, mm-hmm. but I do want to just share real quick that at CourageousParenting.com, we have a six-week online self-paced Mm-hmm. parenting mentor program. It's the biblical parenting model we have followed for 18 years and we're seeing the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a weekly video with packed with scripture uh, for six weeks, parenting packet download each time. We're going to kick it off mm-hmm. with a live 90-minute session with a group that's going through it together uh, with Q&A at the end. In the middle, we'll do another 90-minute. The end of six weeks, we'll do a final 90-minute. There's community in the Facebook group that we'll be active in as well with others. And this is the answer to actually going through a sequence mm-hmm. that gives you the biblical parenting model. This podcast is amazing, but it's topical, different topics every mm-hmm. week. This is what you need to actually have the foundation and the knowledge in the Bible and all the scriptures in a sequence and lessons to really do this well. Yeah, and what's exciting about it for me, because I just personally really love the connection time, is you'll have personal access to us. Not just through the lives, but through texting and so stuff like so that. So we're so excited to do that. And that is how we're funding everything. So one of the ways. So, yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal. So anyways, the next, the last point is be spiritually mature so that God is glorified in your trials. And you want your kids to see that. they. You want them to see a real faith lived out, right? Right. Or do you just want to talk about faith? See, what kids actually do is what they see, not what you say. And so if they see you modeling it, they'll be ready for an uncertain world because that timeline is true for them too. You want them to have just a perfect life where no challenges happen, but let's face it. They're going to face challenges. They're going to have ups and downs. And are they going to do the right thing because of what they saw you do trusting in the Lord Mm because you're sold out for Christ, you're surrendered, and you Mm -hmm. actually believe he will come through? Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. One of the things I was just thinking about was um, when we lost Sela. So one of the things that, that, you know, we've shared about, or at least I've shared a lot about this um, on my Instagram is just miscarriage. I don't know if many of you can relate to that. Um, one in four women experience it. And so there's a large portion of people who do. Um, but we lost a baby in between Solomon and Eli. Um, it was our eighth pregnancy. 
and I was in my second trimester and it was really severe and I share about that whole story on my YouTube channel and on my blog. Um, I actually have a lot of writings on that season but during that time I meditated and had to focus on scriptures surrounding suffering Mm -hmm. and have God leading my heart because it was so hard. Um, I am thankful now that, I mean, so I'll, I'll just share a little bit, but I lost 67% of my blood and I almost died and had to have a couple blood transfusions and surgery, um, after nine hours of hemorrhaging at home. And it was really scary. And I can talk about it now Mm. without bawling my eyes out. Um, But um, during that time, I had to find some kind of purpose for the suffering. Mm. I don't know if you can relate to that. And I just sought the word, trying to find out more about who Selah was because I craved to know her so much. And so I just dug into the Bible as often as I could. reading every verse that had her name in it. And that just kept showing me who God was. It just kept pointing over and over and over to God. And then when I would read scriptures like Romans 5, 35, that says not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I just, during that time, we were really open and transparent with our kids. Obviously they had been dreaming about having another sister mm-hmm. and, um, they, they weren't going to get that blessing to, to meet her here on earth. We will one day in heaven, but not here. And, um, I think that that really grew the kids a lot in character in in understanding. Unfortunately, too many husbands and wives, moms and dads, overlook that kind of thing. And it doesn't really help the kids heal from it or acknowledge that that was a real human being. That's right. I mean, I think that engaging that particular topic, for example, is what it's an opportunity for you to teach your kids to really value life. Mm-hmm. And living out what pro-life means. Like tons of people can be pro-life, but are they living it? Like. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way we love one another in those times and the way we grieve, like the world would not grieve a pregnancy loss. They would just be like, it's it's a loss. So that's to use as an example, what's so important is to teach your kids to pray, to yeah. submit to God in these times, praying in faith that you believe God will come through. This is not a blame God thing. You would never do that. That's no. spiritual immaturity. Mm-hmm. Spiritual maturity is to trust God that he knows what he's doing because he does. And he wants to refine us so that we can be even more useful for his kingdom. Yeah. And, and a loss like losing a child is probably the hardest sanctification process yeah. that a parent can ever walk through for sure. Um, but I just want to encourage you that even like now looking back, For example, having suffered the extreme hemorrhage, it made me have to slow down and just be on bed rest and rest in him. And so while I miss her every day and I wish that we hadn't lost a baby, I'm thankful for that time I had where I was forced to have to really seek the Lord after she was gone. 
And the scripture says in Philippians 4, 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. What are your requests? Are you praying with your kids? Well, if you're not revealing the challenge at hand, how can you be praying with the kids' understanding and them having faith? And do you know what? We have 10 people praying in our house. Do you think that's powerful? That's a good point. (laughs) So do you, do you want, do you believe in prayer and that when more people are praying Mm -hmm. that it's, that God listens to all prayer, but in the multitude, right? It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful for our children too. So you want your children praying too. It's super important. And then the next step is crucial. Pray and then acknowledge God, not yourself. So often we miss all the things that God does and then we either never talk about it with our kids or we take credit ourselves. Oh, look how good we did. Oh, we made this much money. Totally. When I sold the car, I did this. I, I, I. Versus God, giving God God the glory. You want that every single time you pray with your kids and it happens, you better give credit to God. Otherwise, you blew the whole point. That's right. It's so important. It's part of partnering with him to redeem the hardship is to point to him when things are going good. And if you're taking credit, it just proves to your older kids that maybe you didn't even pray with faith in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then what kind of legacy are you building through your kids? What kind of faith are they going to have if they see a fake faith in their parents? I know that's a little bit harsh, but... Let's deal in reality so mm-hmm. that we can parent in a, in a, in a godly way, in a biblical way. Mm-hmm. So do we want insecurity and fear or do we want faith? Well, Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I love that. And so it's important, too, that we confess our mistakes, that we repent, which means to move away from, that we learn from our mistakes Mm -hmm. and we share them with our kids. Because do you want your kids to make those same mistakes? Definitely not. And so they have the opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. from our mistakes. I had to share with the kids that I let pride get the better of me. I had a bitterness in me when I launched a company that blinded me from what God really was trying to tell me Mm -hmm. and what my wife was trying to tell me. And we would have avoided a lot of pain if I would have listened to those things. And so you've got to do that. What sin in your life, if you're really honest with yourself, might you be hiding? And really, you just need to share. There's power, isn't there, when you share that? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Bible says that when you, that the enemy loves to lurk in the darkness, Mm -hmm. right? But if we shine light on our sin, then it no longer has power over us. Yeah, so it's super important. And then we also need to share the why behind the sacrifices. If you just say, oh, we can't do that anymore, or we can't buy that, we don't have any money. That just kind of leaves your kids left not really knowing what's going on, and that can actually create fear in them, I think. That creates fear. So a lack of knowledge in your weird responses creates more fear than the truth. Right, and so you need to be confident in the Lord, but be honest with them. And with, you know, some of you are probably thinking to yourself, what if I have a two-year-old and my husband loses his job? I don't want them worrying. 
Well, there are, we have had kids of all different ages when Isaac's business went under and we were fully honest with the kids. We would share at our family dinner table meeting times. Um, and we would gather for our devotions in the morning and we would pray together. And, um, we were just honest with the kids where we were at, but they also saw us work hard. Mm-hmm. They saw us really work hard. It wasn't that we were just praying for manna to fall from the sky. It was that we were working hard and we were praying hard and we were seeking the Lord and we were being transparent with community, which is another huge thing that I think is so important. When you walk through life trials, when you walk through financial struggles, when you walk through death, um, disease, ailments, all of that stuff. Do you have a strong community around? That's so important. And so share the whys behind it. And there's a lot we could talk about this, but we want to keep it to the allotted time. And we're so thankful that you joined us today. And we really encourage you to check out CourageousParenting.com mm-hmm. and even the Kickstarter campaign under Courageous Parenting. And we would love it if you tap the stars. All you have to do is tap it. Just tap the stars and give us a five-star review if you love this and it was super helpful. We'd love an actual written review too if you can. Mm-hmm. And share this so that we can further the mission towards one million families. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.